Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Bahati Life Podcast and Bahati Life YouTube channel. My name is Jessica Alexandria for meeting for the first time. And for those of you guys that are old friends and family, to me, the podcast, and the YouTube channel, welcome back. Now, for those of you guys that don't know, I am just getting back from a really stunning, very grounding, super connecty retreat with my coven sisterhood in the Blue Ridge Mountains. We spent a weekend out there in the woods, in the cold in a cabin on the river. It was so stunning. I highly recommend if you haven't had any chance this year, because we're getting so close to the end of the year, if you haven't had any chance or opportunity to kind of disconnect in order to reconnect, I really want to encourage you to do that. Even if it means that you're traveling alone or going somewhere close to home, whatever it is that works for you, the intention ultimately is to come back home to yourself wherever that, wherever you feel led for that to happen. So guys, we have so much to talk about this week. I have all the transits pulled up. I have a few cards here. I also have the windows open. Now, if you don't know, I live on a homestead. What does this mean? This means that I've got chickens, I've got birds, I've got wildlife out here, and also my dogs. A lot of moving energies around at all time, at all times throughout the podcast. So there's some things that I can control and there's some things that I can't control either way. I'm setting the intention that you can enjoy the sound of the birds, specifically the crow that is outside of my window now, and all the many singing birds that will show up. If you hear any random animals, that makes sense, (laughs) just to explain that situation. But until then, guys, let's go ahead and dive in. So as you guys know, before I start the breakdown of the astrological charts, I love to start off with a moment of intention. This is not something that I do with just my podcast or my YouTube. It's just something that I do in every single thing in my life. Before I get in the car, I set an intention for the trip. Before I go to my altar, I set an intention for the day. Before I wake up, I set an intention for divine guidance or inspiration or protection. And here today, I'm setting the intention for you to receive clarity. I'm also going to start off with a moment of reflection. In this moment of reflection, it was inspired by my meditation this morning. Now, like I said in the very beginning, I took some time to kind of unpack from the day. I dropped one of my friends off at the train station so that she can continue her journey home after our trip together and on the ride home I began to meditate and desire to come closer to the divine. Through that process, through that journey back home, this inspired the messages that I'm sharing with you guys today and the word that came through so loud and clear, the word was clarity. Clarity. So with that, I want to encourage you to imagine life as this grand puzzle. And each piece of this puzzle represents a fragment of your experiences, your dreams, and your desires. Sometimes the pieces of the puzzle of your life, they seem scattered. And it's hard to fathom this bigger picture. 
in those moments, remember that clarity is not about having all the answers at once, but it's about trusting the process. Embrace the questions as much as you embrace the answers. The questions are the signposts guiding you toward self-discovery and wisdom. And every challenge, every moment of confusion is an opportunity for you to learn and to grow and to evolve and to transition and to transform. Embracing this uncertainty with an open heart and a curious mind can lead you to profound revelations. Set intention for that. Now, I want to encourage you to trust in your own resilience. Trust in your own resilience. You have overcome challenges before and you will overcome them again. Your ability to navigate the storms of life is a testament to your inner strength. With every setback, you are not losing, but you're gaining. You're gaining wisdom. You're gaining courage and deeper understanding of who you are. Remember, clarity often comes when you least expect it. It might arrive in the quiet moments of self-reflection, in the midst of conversation, or while gazing at the stars. So stay open to the whispers of your intuition and the nudges of the universe. They're guiding you toward the answers that you seek. One last thing that I want to share with you, at least what I think I know that I want to share with you because you guys know me. I stay channeling. I want to encourage you to celebrate your progress no matter how small it seems. Every step taken toward understanding yourself and your purpose to me is a victory. So be patient with yourself. Just as a flower needs time to bloom, your clarity will unfold at its own perfect pace. And above all, Believe in your journey. Believe in your journey. Your journey. Believe in the beauty of becoming. With each day, you are getting closer to the clarity that you seek. Your life is a masterpiece in the making. And every experience, every twist, and every turn is shaping you into the person you are destined to be. Into the person that you are. So embrace the journey of gaining clarity in your life. Embrace the unknown with courage. From within it lies the infinite potential of your being. Trust in yourself. Trust in the process. Trust in the divine. And trust in the beautiful unfolding of your life story. You are becoming more. And the clarity is the gentle dawn breaking on your horizons. Now, I want to encourage you to pause this podcast if needed to reflect and to journal something that I highly recommend. And when you're ready, you can go ahead and hit play and we'll dive into the astrological transits one by one. And I will give you inspiration and the clarity to help you to use these transits to maximize yourself and your opportunities and your channel, your challenges to their greatest potential.
All right, my loves, now we are ready for the second portion of this podcast, and that is the astrological transits, as well as intuitive guidance from me directly, of course. So as you guys know, or if you don't know, let me tell you for the first time or even re-remind you, one thing I love to do when I'm breaking down the astrological transits for the week is to take a step back and look towards the past. Not to relive any type of energies that we have originally walked out of, but to bring, bring some clarity into the journey so far. So one thing that is standing out to me first and foremost is the fact that we are now currently in Libra season. This means that the sun has entered into the sign of Libra and is naturally highlighting the importance of relationships and partnership, but more importantly, alignment. This is causing us to reconsider, reflect upon what or who we are choosing to align with. What type of energies are we choosing to try to work with, to incorporate, to bring closer into our lives? Realize that whatever it is that you're choosing to partner with, it is a reflection of you, your choices, and it's what you are naturally kind of pulling your energy from or what will be pouring into you. Why? Because you've accepted it, you're open to it, and you're drawing that energy into your experiences, your life. Now that the sun is transiting through the sign of Libra, it's very important that we look at, that we assess every every energy around us, the foods that we're eating, the people that we are spending our time with, how we are using our time throughout the day. Are there things that you may need to be inspired to transition away from or maybe even pull towards even closer to you? For example, let's say taking full inspiration by this Libra transit, let's say relationships are something that you are being um, inspired by at this time because again Libra season right Libra loves relationships it loves love it loves romance let's say you're in a relationship right now and you may have an opportunity for you to look at how much you are drawing energy or support from your partner or maybe not enough is this something that you can finagle or ask for inspiration and incorporate into your life or maybe draw away from it so that you can lean into the very opposite sign of Libra, Aries, and prioritize healing the self or healing self-worth, self-value type issues that may have surfaced during this time. You may not necessarily need to make a choice, a direct decision about a relationship or these energies, but the first step this week is just in knowing and being aware of what you are consciously or subconsciously choosing to share your time, your energy, and your space with now. Now, at the time of me recording this podcast, it is October 10th, which means that I am technically <laughs> sharing this podcast and this message with you guys late because usually, ideally, I like to get a podcast up by Monday if I'm going to get a podcast up at all. If not, it would be a YouTube video. But Either way, um, we are starting off a little late 
in the week, but better late than never. On the very same day, October 10th is the time that I'm recording, we have Venus directly opposing Saturn, who is now currently retrograde. Saturn is currently retrograde in the sign of Pisces. And the problem with this is that the clarity, the direction, the boundaries, the strength, the rules, the things that we can rely on, all of those things feel a little wobbly and feel like they're out of focus. This is natural. If you're looking at your life and you're kind of hearing different information that kind of throws you for a loop and set, makes you feel like you're kind of like set back, or if you are being called by the universe to establish boundaries and rituals and routines for yourself, those things can seem a little out of focus. It's so important now during this time to focus on grounding yourself and putting the energy back in inward. Why? Because you also have Chiron transiting through Aries. Aries is the zodiac sign that rules I am the self and is directly opposing the sun, which is, remember, is highlighting relationships and how we wish to partner and even may self-sacrifice in certain relationships and partnerships. There's this major focus right now on seeing the boundary, seeing the line drawn between you and someone else or your relationship to others or the world or whatever this this struggle is for you. Everyone's going to be different. Some of you guys, there's a need to slow down significantly with Pluto retrograde, Saturn retrograde, Neptune retrograde, Chiron, Jupiter, Uranus, all retrograde. These are planets that have been retrograde almost the entirety of this year and their goal is to pull you internal, pull you inwards so that you can reflect, reassess, readjust, and hopefully come up with a new game plan that will be more beneficial, more healthy, and and tweak it so that it has more longevity. This is not something that we're just experiencing in our intimate lives, but we're also seeing it globally all over the world past issues that have been always tumultuous, draining, have maybe gone unchecked or just things that we've kind of accepted as normal but they shouldn't be normal. They're things that need to be reassessed and reevaluated because they're creating a lot of damage and setting the world up for continued chaos and dysfunction. When we see planets like this, these major planets kind of pulled into the internal world all over the globe, we need to reflect and reassess our values and even prioritize how we can better help each other. And I know that that's something that we've been calling on for a long time, world peace, but these transits, these planets are creating a lot of friction where we are forced to try to figure this out. Now, bringing this back into our personal, more intimate lives, it's so important that we remember that we're under the same umbrella of planets. Everyone is under the same umbrella of these these planets, these energies. The tension is felt all throughout the skies. It's just a matter of where you are and how this how this energy is implant um, impacting you here now today. So think about how the foundation underneath our our globe our planet it's it's a little fractured it's splintering it it could use some nutrients it could use some vitamins for lack of a better word this is also something that could be incorporated into your daily life because again you too are under the same influence of these planets 
So what does this mean for you? This means that, again, looking inward and seeing any type of imbalances, not only in your physical body, but your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual bodies, what, how can you be restored? How can you be renewed? What parts of you have been fractured and broken and you're still kind of grappling with trying to figure out or to reestablish or to, you know, progress yourself? What goals do you have? Do the goals that you have, do they need to be readjusted? These planets, this this day and age, in this season in our lives, they're, they're calling for a lot of reevaluation. So if you're sitting in this boat, so to speak, in this great big ocean of the cosmic skies, this is an opportunity for you to kind of look at the waves and reassess. That way you can adjust your sails accordingly. Now moving forward, there is another huge transit and change that we will be experiencing this week. And it's the fact that Pluto, the planet of death, destruction, rebirth, and regeneration, will be going direct in the sign of Capricorn. This is also going to happen October 10th in the late afternoon, 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna feel the benefit of this now into the remainder of the year and leading into next year. Pluto is like a shot of truth serum (laughs) or it is like taking a scalding hot bath that burns away anything that does not serve you that's always the intention of Pluto is to kind of pull away the things that disempower us that manipulate us that call the shots and in a way that is not conducive to us and when we see it when we confront it we become empowered, we regain our strength, we regain control, we understand that we have the power around us to make an impact, to make a difference. Even if it seems like a very small and significant difference, it's a difference nonetheless, and that is huge. Pluto transiting through the sign of of Capricorn has been breaking down many, many relationships, connections, foundations, I'll say that. This foundation of a faulty ground, something that has been needing some work for years. Pluto's transit through Capricorn is not a short transit. It's long. It's years, honey. So this is not a brand new energy, even though now Pluto is moving direct after being retrograde. It's it, He's still transitioning through Capricorn, which means that these overarching energies that you've been battling with when it comes to the foundation of something that you wish would be for the long haul they're still being called into play now they're still being called for you to focus on it now not only is pluto moving direct on the 10th but we need to take a a look back like take a step back and look at how pluto is in this beautiful trine with uranus Uranus is sitting in the sign of Taurus. Taurus rules the earth, our planet, environmentalism, and our spending, our values. It is also squaring off with Mars, and we'll be talking about Mars a little bit later because there's going to be a lot of action that Mars is going to ask you to take midweek, and you will see that definitely around the new moon. That's going to be happening on October 14th in Libra. That is another sign that we're going to dive into a little deeper. But basically what it is that we're seeing here is that anywhere that you are watching the foundation crumbling underneath you, instead of panicking, let's get innovative, let's get inspired. 
Uranus transiting through Taurus is breaking up the idea of what is conventional for us, for you, right? Or for the world. So this means that it's going to be up to you to prioritize finding a new a new way, a new path that's going to be uniquely your own. There are rules that have been established since the beginning of whatever, like the beginning of time. Those rules get questioned now during transits like this. And this is once in a lifetime minimum. This is like generationally yeah, like once in a generation, well, maybe longer than that. This would this is not something that happens often is what is it I'm trying to say. And it's it's happening now in our society, in our time. What does this mean? This means that each one of us individually are inspired to challenge the rules, to change the rules, and to invoke in something that is more innovative and better. You do this through reflection and, and examining this is what isn't working. Instead of accepting something as status quo, as status quo, you get to address it, problem solve it, revamp it, innovative, um, innovate it, and try, attempt, set the intention to do better. This is also not in our intimate lives, but it's definitely in our politics, our our how we do business. Think about, and this is something that I can even see within my own life. Um, think about like businesses, like small businesses, there's almost like this expectation for small businesses to, this is an example here that is I'm using, there's almost this expectation for small businesses that become successful to begin to merge into like corporate policy and practice when it was the corporate rules that sure served during at some point in time, but we realized over time that the corporate approach to doing business has its benefits, but it has a lot of things that are cons, things that need to be changed, things that need to be shifted because they're not healthy, they're not productive, they're not conducive to society, Not at least not in my eyes. Everything from corporate lingo, how people in corporate America talk to each other, how they treat each other, the expectations, the self, not, well, the sabotage, the inauthenticity, the... There's, I mean, I could go on and on. I'm talking about business here and using corporate as an example because Pluto through uh, Capricorn and Uranus and Jupiter through Taurus are highlighting that idea of corporate mentality, of everyone showing up to work with a smile on their face, their lunch boxes, and a uniform, clock in, clock out, and then when you're home, still kind of carrying on the work and it's this un, unwritten or unspoken expectation that is damaging. And if you don't meet the requirement or if you don't follow the protocol or if you don't show up in this normal approach, then it's going to be detrimental to you or eat away at your success. And even when you look at your success, your success can only take you so high because you're not actually encouraged to be successful. You're encouraged to be supportive of other people who are successful, at least in the eyes of corporate America. So these are things that are actively being challenged, taken down. There's going to be a more authentic, more natural, more holistic approach to business and brand and money and spending. All of those things are being highlighted. I'm using this as an example, but apply it to your life 
wherever it resonates. Think about like marriage rules and restrictions and regulations and things that we can and cannot do. There's so much here that's being reassessed and reevaluated and innovative in a way that makes more sense, even though it may defy the way that we've already done it, the way that we've always done it, because maybe the way that we've always done it didn't serve us. So this week, as the sun is trans transitioning through the sign of Libra, Venus is opposing Saturn. Chiron is opposing, Chi I'm sorry, the sun is opposing Chiron retrograde and Mars enters into the sign of Scorpio. This is hugely about assessing like a real authentic come to Jesus moment with yourself assessment of this is the way that it has been, but I don't necessarily have to accept it. I can innovate. I can try to do different. I can pivot as necessary. I can ask questions. I can set the intention for clarity, for divine inspiration, and maybe, just maybe, I could walk a new path. This doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get rid of everything or throw everything out because there's some things that need to be tweaked or reworked or rethought of or re-envisioned or reimagined. It just means that it's a, it's a good sign to know that there's certain energies, certain paths, certain rituals, routines, regimens that would be better expelled, released, let go of, and replaced with something that is now divinely inspired. You do have it within you. You do. Now, as promised, I want to talk to you about October 14th, 1.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the new moon happening in the sign of Libra. Libra, as I said, is such a beautiful sign that wants to harmonize, harmonize, that's the word, harmonize and align for the better, the better good of all. Almost oftentimes to the detriment of the Libra energy itself. And whether you're a sun, moon, or rising, or whether you have placements in Libra or not, please do know that this message does apply to you as well. Every single one of us can benefit from this. Don't exclude yourself from this message. Be receptive to it. Are there things that you are tolerating that you are trying to make work for the sake of the status quo, for the sake of partnership, for the sake of this benefits everyone to the point where you almost end up delaying certain healthy changes that need to be made for you, for your own path, not even incorporating anybody else in that path, but just for the sole, the sole purpose of what is right and best for you or what the divine is calling within your life. Are there certain energies, things that you can let go of, whether it be habits or something as simple as always answering your phone, always being of service, always showing up in, up in one way? Because it's not just the sun, the new moon, like the sun and the moon conjoining in the sign of Libra here. It's the fact that Mars at the time of the new moon is transiting through the sign of Scorpio, which means that it's so welcomed to examine your action and get inspired by the energy of Scorpio here which says that is there something here that I can 
finally let go of? Why do I need why do I feel the need to hold on to this? Why do I feel the need to sh continue to show up in this way, in this role? Does this disempower me? Or is this giving me a feeling of um, false confidence or false self-assurance? Think about the comfort zones that you have embedded or implanted yourself within. You just kind of tuck yourself and roll yourself around in this comfort zone, this comfort space. And you say, well, this is what's always been expected of me. This is what I know what I can expect and that's okay and safe for me when the truth is is that this might actually be your time to shine this might actually be your time to not harmonize for the sake of relationships but harmonize with the divine for the sake of purpose and direction and gain momentum in that new area in your life instead of circling in the same place doing the same thing the same way and saying well this is okay this is enough I'm safe here Am I encouraging you guys to do things that are reckless or crazy or taboo just for the sake of the thrill? No. If anything, I'm actually asking you to move with intention and to ask for clarity so that the purpose and the path that is unfolding before you is something that you are empowered enough to know that this is something that it is that you even want to walk down. Is this where you want to go? If things continue the way that they have or the way that they have been in a year from now or three years from now, are you going to be okay with that? Now, I do want to say that with the sun directly opposing Chiron, there is an opportunity for you to heal. Chiron is retrograde, so unfortunately, but also kind of fortunately, it's bringing light to those wounded places and it's bringing those wounds up to the surface, especially when the sun is directly opposing it. It, it can really bring up a lot of feelings of inadequacy or vulnerability or the, the spots of you that are wounded and will take time to heal. They're not things that you can just plug up and move forward and laugh the same way sometimes that you always have. Whenever you have a transit to Chiron, it changes you as a person. We all have those things. So this is a time for you this week to draw in inspiration for balance and self-reflection and self-understanding and healing and acceptance to help change and evolve and to see yourself through a new lens. Even maybe change how you identify, like your identity, changing how your approach to things, your your essence, not maybe not your essence, but your vibe. So let's say if you've only shown up as a martyr, as someone who's helping other people, helping other people up, what if someone helped you up and this was your way of healing yourself, this was your way of empowering yourself, not by pulling everyone else up and around you and up to meet you, but what if someone else is pulling you up to help you? Especially when it comes to Libra New Moon and Libra energy, and Mercury opposing Chiron, Pluto now direct, Venus directly opposing Saturn. There's a lot of energies here about this 
major shift that happens because you reflected, you've gone through it, you've grown through it, you have enough awareness and you say, you know what, I think I have what it takes. I think I have what it takes. I love that for every single one of us. If you want to set intention for this new moon, I highly encourage it. Remember, October 14th, 1.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the time of the new moon. Again, it's in the late degrees of Libra. This would be a wonderful time to set intention for a fresh start, a new beginning when it comes to relationships, partnership, union, harmony. It's also a wonderful time to set intention for healing and alignment with the divine, with your wisdom, turning your clarity into wisdom, turning your knowledge into wisdom. It's a wonderful time for you to manifest, to set intention for your own evolution, evolution, for your own leveling up. It's a wonderful time to encourage faded encounters and connections and opportunities and abundance and resources to enter into your life. It's a wonderful time to set intention for faith and trust and inner strength and inner power. Inner power that is drawn from you. Inner power that has even grown stronger when you look back at what you've lived through, what you've gone through, how you've transitioned, how you evolved. And the fact that you're not defeated, you're somehow inspired and, and drawing even larger light around you. Or getting closer to that area of your life where you can say that you have and you are. The North Node is transiting through Aries this week. And it's drawing our energy to, to ourselves. To being an advocate for ourselves. To, show, to showing up and showing out. And prioritizing putting yourself first. And giving yourself a fighting chance. Instead of waiting for someone else to pass on the keys to you, you say, I can do this for myself. It's all about action, action steps. So even though the sun is transiting through the sign of Libra and the new moon is happening in the sign of Libra, highlighting relationships and partnerships, also realize that this relationship and union could be not with another human being to con like console you or comfort you or encourage you or reassure you, but... What if you're aligning with the energies of the planet and you can see the suffering or you can see the difference, the impact that you will make and you're aligning with that direction, that sense of direction and clarity and empowerment. So even though we're talking about the word relationship, try not to pin yourself into thinking that relationship means romantic or crushes or marriage, even though, again, Libra rules the seventh house of relationship and partnerships let's look a little bit beyond that i encourage you to go deeper so my loves this has been a wonderful time honestly that i have been able to share with you now i do hope that this reading resonates with you that it makes sense that it brings clarity for those of you guys that like to take the energy of the week and go a bit deeper i do offer bahati love notes it's a subscription service that is once a month, well, not the reading, but the, the reading is a few times a month, um, but it's a once a month subscription where you get readings throughout the month. 
it they are usually most well all of them are exclusive readings for the most part but every once in a while I feel inspired to share one message with the public if I do share that message with the public it's always delayed so signing up for Bahati Love Notes would give you access to all of those readings they don't expire they stay up for you you can even circle them like circulate them and pull them at random and I'm constantly very often pulling for that group uh, privately on my own so I'll send a link down for that for the subscription service down below Sacred Circle Tarot School will be reforming I'm in that part of the year where I'm taking a step back and reassessing everything and um, asking for clarity and direction and Sacred Circle Tarot School is one of those things as well as I'll be reopening the apothecary Readings are closed for the remainder of the year. I am fully booked. So thank you to all of you that have booked with me, have already received your reading. Every single one of them has been powerful so far. And for those of you guys that I'm soon to work with, I'm excited to connect with you, to pull your charts, to pull your cards, to dive, to dive in. For those of you guys that are waiting, if you have a recorded reading with me, do know that lately the live readings, let me just put this into perspective for you. Um, no one's complaining thus far, but just for the sake of avoiding confusion in the future, live readings so far with me have been on average like two hours per person. And some I've been on the phone, I think for like three and a half hours. I'm not even kidding. We have just been really dissecting and diving into energies to really find the root of problems and to open up the door so real manifestation and magic can happen and those things are things that take time that is always always what you can expect from me from my apothecary from my magic when I when I focus my intention you get it all and it does take time I know that again we live in a world where things are meant to come out real fast but and I've tried to speed up when I've found along my journey that going fast means that I'm giving less and I just cannot settle for less. I can't. I can't. I don't settle for less for me and you should not settle for less for me either. I'm not going to give you less. I give you more. That's always what you will find within the apothecary, within a reading with me, anything that it is I do, sacred circle tarot. So that's always going to be the way and I appreciate those of you guys who do understand that and who value that and appreciate it because it is unique and it is rare and I'm starting to really start to see that way more now and it's an honor to see it now I'm not surprised that it took me so long because I'm Virgo and I like to keep my head down and focus that's been my greatest blessing but also a difficulty a challenge in my life but I see it now I see it now it took time and thank you to my Coven sisterhood for really showing me that because they are the ones who and the, even the divine for inspiring me to even ask to be able to see which is so interesting now that I'm thinking about it too because the word for this week is clarity so just as I am talking about this now I set the intention that you too have clarity in your life for things that may be obvious or at least spiritually ob obvious to your angels and your guides but you might have difficulty seeing it Please know your worth and know your value and what you contribute and what you offer and make sure that you never, ever, ever find yourself setting, settling for less or even apologizing for your process your way. 
All right, my loves. Thank you guys so much for being here. I am very, very grateful and honored to have the podcast here. We're going to get some more podcast um, episodes up for you as well as YouTube videos. I have been diving a little bit more into pick a card reading, so you can find that there. YouTube is good for that. I would love to do more deep dives on YouTube, but YouTube censors a lot, so I'm probably going to just keep them here on the podcast platform. So I definitely invite you to subscribe to both of those um, podcast YouTube channel, Bahati Love Notes. Well, YouTube is free. The podcast is free. Having said that, please give this podcast a review, leave a comment, or share it in order to keep the message going. We also do have some really awesome sponsorships that are coming down the pipeline to help keep the podcast going because you guys know um well maybe you don't know podcasting takes a lot of effort and energy but there's minimal well I I wouldn't say minimal reward but it's definitely not always financially rewarding but there's more opportunity to go deep here so I prefer that and the sponsorships do help keep the podcast the podcast alive and well um either way guys thank you so much for being here I'm sending you my love And I hope to talk to you soon. If you guys have any subjects or topics that you want to talk about in the near future, please email me at info at Bahati Life and give me ample time to respond. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. See you in my next one. Bye.